0: Welcome to the final episode of, of Dyson Friends. Okay, that
1: was a punch to a gut that I was not expecting. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, wow.
0: We have been your weekly serving of magic, mayhem, and misadventure. And uh, uh, I'm Joey, I've been your guide on this crazy journey. I am joined by four of my favorite people in the world. And Um. also Nolan. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Okay. Uh, All right, (laughs) Nolan. I'm ready. Hit me with your final pun of the campaign. You're just ready for it? I, I have been preparing myself for this moment. It's it's nice to know it's the last one, you know, like I just have to take the hit one more time. Hey, no, I'll be okay. Totally
1: unrelated. Can we sit and talk about that long rest before you leave today? Oh, we should. We should <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No!
2: <laughs> Well, I you know, I kind of figured I was like, you know, for you know, Joey, for my final pun, I, I decided to go big or go home, right? Of course. So I was thinking, what is bigger than the night sky? And I was going to do something about Orion's belt, but it's just a big waste of space. Mm. I know it's a horrible joke. I'd only give it three stars.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you know I, know,
2: I
0: know Nolan gets a lot of hate from me, but... I don't think he gets enough.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I expected. <laughs>
4: that pun was a roller coaster. I was like lame, and then the three stars. I was like, okay,
3: <laughs>
4: three stars in the belt. That's good. I like
2: that. Yeah, but I guess all jokes aside, yeah, this is kind of crazy. Um, this is this is it. I'm excited for the last episode. Yeah, it it's
0: strange to be here, isn't it? Like this to me feels almost as weird as it did to record the first episode. Yeah. Just in a kind of very different way.
5: Yeah, definitely. It definitely feels a little surreal. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this like every week for more than a year. Yeah. And like it does feel very odd to think this will be the last time we sit here in these characters, like going through the show, doing the show.
4: Yeah. It's tough. Like, this is Greg saying <laughs> yeah. that for the last time. <laughs> yeah. Playing your blue dragon, JR. God, it's, man, it's tough saying goodbye to people. And then endings, you got you never know if you're going to get them right. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's always a bittersweet sentiment to an ending. Season finales, series finales, they all, you always are kind of mad at them, but you're <laughs> kind of happy that it yeah. ended and concluded. Yeah. But yet yeah, there's no more. So it's just, I don't, endings are weird. At least yeah. we're
5: not getting renewed for like you know, a second season with the same characters in the same world where you have to then, Joey then has to come up with, Another story that yeah. you know, we don't have has continuity and makes <laughs> sense for the characters right. like right.
0: Yeah. We don't have some corporate streaming <clears throat> service telling us that we have to do another hundred episodes of this. Yeah. So we right. we're right. absolutely <laughs> open to it. <laughs>
1: yeah,
3: yeah, uh, hey Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. No, the right. best
1: the best stories end exactly where they're meant to. Right. And this one is ending just in time where we're not quite ready for it. Mm-hmm. Which means I actually think it's probably the perfect the right timing. Time. Yeah, so, hey guys, this is Rachel. As always and forever, I play Tana the Tiefling. Um, you know, I started this not knowing anything about D&D. I had asked Joey a few times if I could sit in on a and d session. He was like, no,
3: no, <laughs> no, these <laughs> are sacred. Not. We don't know how, spectators.
1: <laughs> <laughs> he said it just like that too in a gremlin voice. Yeah, more or less. Um,
5: He's good at that. He's good at voices.
1: Well, he's a gremlin. Oh, voices. (laughs) Right.
3: Yes.
1: (laughs) Um, And this has been such a it's been such a wild ride. It's I didn't really know what to expect, Mm -hmm. Um, but I think this is so much more fun than I ever could expect and uh, it's just been it's just been a joy. I still don't know how to play D and D, but you I know I still what? don't
0: know what to expect.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Actually, Fair. you know what? I corrected you guys. I don't even remember what it was last week, but there was something where I was like, "Hey, isn't this supposed to happen? D and D you know rules." And you guys were like, "Whoa, yeah." So you know what? Maybe I do know how to play D and D a little bit.
6: <laughs> All right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <Woo>! <laughs> I'm gonna say this is Aaron. I play Finney and the elf. I'm gonna say that. Uh, <laughs> Rachel, you have demonstrated without a doubt that you know how to play D anD. D. That's right, no question. <laughs> Jr., I hope he's not feeling too blue this episode. Oh, wow. Yeah, you wouldn't be able to yeah, tell if he, he was. Can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> Rain cloud over his blue scale. You know, it's a
1: good <laughs> thing we are ending this when we are because I think Joey would kill us because that. If, oh, Jerry, you feeling blue? I can just. You know, it looks like there's a rain cloud following you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's
6: no reason to drag him this on. That would get wow.
1: so old. <laughs> Just take us out to pasture, you know?
0: <laughs> this is going to be a hard episode for me to get through. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Joey's got his magic missile gun ready. To take us out to pasture. Uh, no, I don't have any, el- anything else to add to my previous sentiments, but I am excited to kind of see how we all resolve this exciting journey that we've taken ourselves and our characters on. And, um, you know, it's bittersweet, to say the least. Over to you, Sarek.
1: Oh, it's so nice hey, to have you back. Hey, Sarek's here!
3: <laughs>
6: hey, uh, it's Sarek. I play Heen the Gith Scion and I guess also Lelia, the uh, Circle of Stars Druid. Um, it is weird to be back and actually have a classical uh, intro, then also <laughs> just to have it end. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last time I had an intro is when I was doing Immigeth, you know, eight episodes ago, I think, is what it was. I, I think so. And wow. even then, that was not a classical intro. Mm-hmm. You were so doing my intro. It's uh, it's weird because, it to me, the even though I've been keeping up with the podcast, talking with uh, the people, you know, working behind the scenes, of course, the podcast, to an extent, kind of ended emotionally for me eight episodes ago or seven episodes ago, I guess, then. Uh, because I haven't been super involved, so it's weird to be back here and think, oh, crud, I need to come up with cool things about like the epilogue. Like, what is my character going to say? What are we going to talk about? And I'm actually really nervous about it, because I'm also not great as a uh, performer, I guess you could say, at epilogues. And so this is one of those, like, oh, boy, oh, boy, moments for me. <laughs>
0: epilogues are scary. Yeah. They're really scary. I Not to go on a ramble, uh, but endings are so freaking important to a story. It's what people remember the story as. Mm-hmm. And like, if a sto- if an ending sucks, like Game of Thrones, for example, if an no ending spoilers. is universally <laughs> hated, then it ruins everything that came before it. I mean, like Game of Thrones, people should still be talking about that, rewatching it, but they don't. So
6: check the comments before you uh, continue on to see if this was actually worth yeah. listening to.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys are giving me a stomachache. I'm nervous. Good well, grief. I
6: have another one that
5: fits into that category. Lost. Did you ever watch that show? No, oh, that I, ending
4: was horrendous.
0: Yeah, I actually like, what what love were they thinking? Lost. Uh, my fiance and I just rewatched Lost. The whole thing? Just Yep. Uh, finished it like a month and ago. And the ending is like, what were they thinking? She like, hated it. It was yeah. awful. Like, yeah. Yeah.
4: I, I still don't even know what they were trying to go for for that ending.
1: I'm so glad no. I never watched the show. Yeah, yeah. there are a couple shows where I'm like, oh, I never watched that. Thank goodness. Essentially, you can watch the right.
4: first
5: two seasons and you get the idea. How
1: I Met Your Mother. I heard people yeah. were really mad about that one too. Right. Yeah. So we're setting
5: ourselves up for massive yeah. failure.
3: Are you guys ready
0: to uh, go
1: screw down an Um <laughs> <endings? laughs> right, <there> we <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well, okay, you guys. On a serious note. Uh, oh, that
0: wasn't serious.
1: No. For our very last toast, um, I would like to raise our glasses to our listeners. Whether you're in the Discord or not, just listening to the episodes, interacting with us online, being a part of this story, helping us tell the story, um, we appreciate you more than you know. And to our patrons, we literally could not have done this without you. So thank you for being here with us for all 60 episodes almost yeah. all, almost 60 episodes um you guys are the absolute best here's to all of you
5: Here. Cheers. all you cheers, cheers. cheers.
1: cheers. <laughs>
0: Did you cheers with a yogurt? He cheers
1: with a yogurt. And then he went,
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ew, that'll be
1: your final cheers. Yeah, don't let that out, Greg. Aaron, you will go down in yogurt infamy.
0: Uh I love yogurt. (laughs) Chapter 59. It is written. Mo. Completely naked, aside from JR's vest, you fly high above the peak of Mount Thruma, storm clouds dispersing all around you. This moment following Thogut's defeat, a calm serenity envelops you. The countless rain droplets seem to hang in the air, refracting the last remnants of Finian's sunburst spell into a halo of fading rainbow light. You survived. <laughs> Not through might and magic, but through unity. And in your case, nudity. (laughs) (laughs) Not only did you survive, but you won. Against all odds, you restored balance. At least you hope. Hmm. And for that brief shining moment, all is as it should be. Until you hear Finian slam into the mountain peak with a horrific crunch, oh, yeah. followed by soulrender, which fell from where Thoguth's chest was just a minute ago. Looking down, you see Tana and Heen hurtling towards the ground as well, their bodies battered and their souls spent. You exchange a glance with Heen's wife, Lelia,
2: and you only have a moment to react. What do you do? Um, okay... I, well, first off, I just want to say I forgot I was naked, so thanks for reminding me. <laughs> You're welcome.
3: Nikki
2: Mo! <laughs> I'm kind of stuck between because if you hit the ground, you fail at death save, right? Yes. So if Tana hits the ground, she's gone. Yes.
3: <laughs> Could you please help
2: I know, but I'm also, I, I'm stuck between getting my pants or saving Tana. Oh, oh, are
3: God. you kidding me right now?
2: <laughs> that sounds like Mo. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> it's just going to be really embarrassing, Okay. <laughs> uh, if I remember right, the vest can cast a free thunderstep. That's right. You're wearing
1: right. a vest, but otherwise freeballing it. <laughs> That's why I'm it. I want to get my hands This is going to be somebody- embarrassing. <laughs> It's not that you don't love me. It's you don't want me to see you with your giblets all cold. Yes. Okay, that makes me feel a little better.
5: Also, was he's, shrinkage. he's had
0: this whole arc where he finally got to wear pants. That's yeah. true. That was his character development.
1: Well, now the arc just inverted. It yeah.
5: happens. Wow. As have Moe's giblets.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: shrinkage.
2: I was trying to walk past him. I was hoping nobody knew. Uh I'm going to thunderstep to basically
6: try and scoop up Tana before she hits the ground. Okay. Yep. You successfully do so.
3: My hero!
6: (laughs) (laughs) Lelia continues to plummet to the ground. She was not in her uh, wild-shaped griffin form, but calling upon the last one she has in her reserve, her body turns a dark bluish purple haze uh, as tiny little white lights appear in her body, connected by short little lines. You can see constellations within her body as she then begins to shift into her griffin form. Cool. Pulling out of it, grabbing Heen in the last possible second before he slams into the ground. The Griffin circles back around and ends up next to you, Moe for. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, well, I was cooler than
6: mine. <laughs> I
0: need. While Tana and Heen were saved from colliding with the ground, the four of you are still unconscious and you do to make death savings. Wait, wait, me. though.
2: Uh. <laughs> I still technically have a bonus action, and I still have two potions left for my grab bag. I know they do weird stuff, but they also heal. Okay, okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This brings me back to like the very first episodes where I was taking those berries from Finn, and I was like, ah! Do I have to?
4: <laughs> <laughs> the good berries, yeah. Mm-hmm. At least he's giving you his
5: good berries.
1: His good
3: berries. <laughs> his
4: good berries. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow. Wow.
3: <laughs> I've,
1: Whoa, got, I've, I've st- got
5: good, <laughs> good twigs and good oh, berries. Oh, yeah, he's got <laughs> berries. I started
1: this arc with blue balls, and I'm ending this arc with blue, blue balls wow. <laughs> <laughs> being shoved in my face. In
4: Finian's case, though, they're just balls.
1: <laughs> <laughs> can't see blue balls. At least Moe's probably aren't shriveled They're gray balls (laughs) (laughs) Alright, but actually I need that potion pretty badly
0: Uh, Roll a d3 There are three potions left
2: Okay, I got
0: potion number two This is uh, a potion of invisibility from Terry So Tana blinks out You still feel her in your arms, but you can't see her Because
4: I, I kinda you- wish I drank that <laughs> one. I was gonna say now people can see you even
2: more. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is that undoable, or am I just invisible? Uh, lasts
2: for a minute, I think. Oh, okay. But you also heal two D four plus two, so oh, cool. no death saves. You're just Sims. invisible.
1: Oh my gosh, thank you. So I guess as I as I regain consciousness, I'm gonna look at you and I'm like, oh, thank you so much. And then I'm gonna look down at where my body is in there and I'm gonna go, ah!
2: <laughs> Tana, <laughs> I don't know where you're looking, but just <gasps> make eye I I contact. Feel a death <laughs> save! Do I
1: feel a death <laughs> save! Am I back on Aspis? Where's my body? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Are your balls in my face?
2: Uh, is this hell? Is there another thunderstuff on this, on
1: this I went to hell. This must be hell.
2: As I'm
4: dying, I just laugh. Oh. Yeah,
1: all the
0: other three of you need to make your
6: death saves. Oh, no. A formless voice calls out to me, and I hear it. I can respond, it's Sadiq, it's been a long time since I've heard his mental pattern. And it's hard to focus for a moment, as I am still dead, I am still a ghost. But as I listen to it, I can hear him call, and I answer, yes, what is it, Sadiq, it has been so long? And Sadiq responds quickly, just a blur of images, a bombardment of memories and thought patterns. And I quickly understand and get the picture that my friends are in trouble. I look down to Laels and she stares into oblivion, almost transfixed. I tap her briefly. You saw it too then. And she nods in affirmation. I don't know what I should do. And she turns to me and says, there's only one thing you can do, what we have to do. And with a smile, I nod. And with that, I know my friends need my help in this final battle. Oh. I got a 10. Oh, wow, okay. right on oh, the cusp. Oh
3: my goodness,
4: okay. I am on the cliff, a large rainstorm pouring down. Every part of my body aches. The cold rain is mixing with warmer water dripping down my body that I realize is blood. Something big is moving behind me. Sound of maddening laughter From is where I'm heading towards.
1: Um. Sorry, I don't mean to interject, but what this does not sound like a happy memory. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it definitely isn't. What did you get?
4: I got an eight.
1: Okay. With my very last sorcery points, I'm going to twist reality a little bit and try and help you get a better death save. I need my friend back.
4: Uh, Ooh, a two exactly. Oh so it puts me to a ten. <laughs> oh, nice. So I guess in a black fire burns in my memory and I am now... It, in the sun, standing, waiting out on the beach, uh, enjoying the final days of summer and a voice calls to me from behind. A sweet voice. That's really nice. (laughs) It's Mo. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, Finian hit the,
5: near the top of the peak with a sickening thud. And his body ragdolls down the slope. The rain and mud washing his body down into the mist and rain. Out of sight.
1: Oh my gosh.
5: I feel an overwhelming sense of peace and tranquility. Somewhere out in the distance of my thought and consciousness, there's the promise of rest and respite from the rigors and responsibility awaiting me back in the world of the living. I hear the murmurs of voices off in the distance and I can see through a bright shimmering gray veil of cloud, the armies of the dead who suffered Karzire's folly. They're calling
0: to me. I move toward them. Oh, Oh, not a memory, but now.
6: That sounds like they failed death save.
2: Yeah. Uh. Indeed.
6: Almost as if responding to the instinct of awful tragedy that's happening, The griffin turns its head and she takes off to the sky with a rapid flurry of feathers and pursues off to where Finian has hit the ground. She'll make a perception check to try and find him in Durgis. uh, Gets a 21. She finds
0: him ragdolling down the side of the mountain.
6: With powerful talons, she'll intercept and grab Finian before grabbing Durgis as well in her other talon and returning to the group.
1: Um, how is everyone right now? Like, JR, Heen, where where are you guys at?
6: Heen's still unconscious. Yeah, I'm still unconscious. Until he's struggling to stabilize.
1: Um, will Heen's wife help him? Is she? Does she? Is she there?
6: Uh, the Griffin returns with another. Ah!
2: Okay, As she arrives.
1: And Mo, you have another potion, right?
2: Yeah, I'll go. I'll go take one of these other potions and okay. put it in the dragon's mouth. So <laughs> I,
1: I guess I will run over to Finian. I mean, like he sacrificed himself for us. I I am terrible at medicine, but I'm gonna try and do a medicine check and try and remember all the stuff he did as I as I attempt to stabilize him.
0: Okay. Go ahead.
1: Um I can't remember very well what he does, so I got a
2: nine. You just stick a mushroom in his mouth. I'm, I'm,
1: I'm just like fumbling through all of his pockets and every pocket gets worse and worse, but I'm really, really trying to find something to help.
5: Especially with all the rain and mud. that's oh mixed with everything in there. So it's kind of ruined bad. my stuff.
1: But I'm, I'm trying, but maybe not enough to help you not do another death save.
6: Making a quick glance between the two of them and you can tell an internal medicine check is happening. I'm pretty confident. She can tell that Heen is fading much faster than Finian is, and she will walk away from Finian, shifting back into the form of a young elf woman. She'll reach down and touch Heen on the forehead, and as she retracts her hand back, a spectral golden glow remains, and she steps out of the body as she casts Healing Spirit. The Healing Spirit infuses Heen with a golden energy and heals him for uh, 16 health.
2: Yep. Uh, I'm gonna give him one of the last two grab bag potions I have. Uh, okay, roll a d2. Uh, okay, it's gonna be number two.
0: This is a flash bomb brew from Tasha. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, after you pour it down Jr's big dragon gullet, uh, smoke erupts from his his. His scales, um, and everyone within 10 feet becomes blinded in the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Roaring, a large dragon will rise up from
4: the smoke and look down and go, Mo, I know you're naked.
2: <laughs> no! I'm gonna
4: scurry away and look for my pants. <laughs> I'll pull some extra pants I bought because
0: this happened to me last time and I'll throw some at Mo.
2: Yes!
1: Thank <laughs> you. Goodness.
0: Then Finian, that just leaves you to make a death save.
2: Oh, that seems more important than my pants. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm now flying,
5: of all things. And I'm, I'm in the form of a seagull, which is not a shape that I've taken before. At least that's what I think I am. Uh, and I'm actually soaring over the ruins of Mercy, very high in the sky. And this is an area I have not seen yet. This is new. The ruins are a part of the land that I did not see when I entered Mercy after Karzhar's destruction. I hear a voice and I turn and to my left there's another seagull. And it speaks to me. Somehow I know it's the spirit of Tregoth. And he's visiting me here. He turns to me and says, This is an urgent summons for you. The peace of death and the joys of the spirit realm can wait a little longer, Finian. The groves of mercy need Espis's divine energy. It's time for you to channel the healing and restorative powers that you've acquired for a little while longer.
0: And then I wake up. Oh, wow. Is
4: that the future?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Finian's soul going somewhere else. Oh,
1: um, I'm going to be so happy to see you awake. I'm going to throw my arms around you and forget that I'm invisible. Oh, Finian, <laughs> I'm so glad you're okay, you big smelly elf. Wait,
7: I, I was told to go back. <laughs> I'm not a ghost. Where are you?
2: I'm
1: not a Am oh. Are you a
2: spirit? I'm...
1: Oh, Finian, it's me. I took oh. one of Mo's stupid potions. <laughs> Mo.
2: Don't worry, I found pants. <laughs>
1: when, when am I going to be visible again?
2: I'll, I'll walk out of the smoke. Like tightening, tightening the pants. <laughs> uh, honestly,
1: uh, I could I don't li- know. literally kill you right now. <laughs> Whatever. Invisible as I am, I'm going to help Finn into his feet. And Dergus, Dergus is okay?
5: I don't know.
4: That's safe I for just Dergus. Woke up. Help the pig!
6: <laughs> Dergus is held by a golden light that infuses through his body and he oinks back to life. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, thank goodness. <coughs> oh, oh, I did not know as a ghost I would still oh, be traumatized every time I woke up.
1: Heen, you came back.
6: I, Tana?
4: <laughs> Am I dead? I'll just point to where she is. She's there.
1: Well, I'm basically going to like dive tackle you in a way, so unfortunately you're going to land back on the ground.
0: <laughs> Make another death save. <laughs> oh,
1: no. I never thought we'd see you again.
6: I wish I could say the same, but I still cannot. <laughs>
3: oh, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. Is, is
6: everyone okay, then? Aside from Tana being not here.
2: <laughs> well, it looks like we have everyone, two extras, and then I'll kind of look around. Wait, where's Gonk? Gonk, you see, sitting on the edge of the,
0: the peak, looking out over the ocean. Um and the dispersing Empire fleet. He has his his chin and his fist and his elbow on his knee. Like, he's clearly deep in thought. The thinking
2: man. <laughs> uh, I guess I'll head over. Uh, hey, Gonk, everyone's waking up. I mean, it's I think it's time to celebrate. He doesn't tear his eyes away from the, the
0: horizon, from the ocean, um, but he'll, he'll pat the... A stone next to him like to for you to sit. I'll join him. Gonk fight many battle. With every defeat, Gonk train harder, run faster, until shame not keep up. Gonk become unstoppable, and then Gonk start hoping for defeat again. Life should be more than easy victory. If everything's simple, nothing matter. He lets out a deep sigh from the very core of his soul. And now, biggest enemy gone. Nothing bigger than
2: giant. I'll kinda nod and scratch my head a little <laughs> awestruck. Yeah, that, that was definitely an easy fight. That wasn't <laughs> tough by any means. Dude. Gonk always fight, but what is gonk if no enemy
0: left? Soul render who's impaled in the stone nearby answers in a low whisper tis an irony most cruel the stronger thou growest the less meaningful each clash becomes like you I believed my purpose was to rend and stabbeth yet in thy companionship I have gleaned a new understanding there is always another fight Finding it proves nothing. Gonk considers this. Sword and orc, both made for fight. But maybe fight not all there is. And then he stands abruptly, his sorrows immediately obliterated. Mean sword, right! If always new fight, then what we prove? Gonk think. Gonk think. Gonk and mean sword find new path. New meaning, um, second chance. And he turns and he, he grabs you and Soulrender both into an embrace and then carries you both back to the rest of the group.
1: <laughs> He's so valiant.
0: <laughs> Suddenly recharged and completely overwhelmed with eagerness, Gonk drops Mo uh, and, and looks to all of you. Gonk, think time to go. Find what mean to be alive. But you're not alive.
3: Oh, my God. He
0: considers
3: this.
7: (laughs) Gonk, you could join me under the starlight as I restore mercy to the splendor it once was.
0: Gonk, consider this, too. Perhaps that were trail bring Gonk. Not sure yet.
1: Uh, (laughs) I'm going to sneeze really, really hard and then blink back into... Vision, I hope. (laughs) Where
5: your footprints once were, you now stand.
1: Yay! Oh, man, I guess I'll just go up to Gunk and give him a really big hug, watching out for that mean sword. (laughs) We're going to miss you, Gunk. You're the bravest and most valiant of all of us.
0: He looks up, thinking through that, too. And then Soul Render interjects, "JR." Thou shalt never wield a blade as grand as I, but verily, I wish thee luck in thy futile search.
3: <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. 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 Wow.
1: Mic drop.
0: Farewell, Noodles and Company. Thine presence was a blight, yet strangely, I shall misseth thee.
3: <laughs> a blight.
4: You know what Soul Render can't do? I'll do a tap dance.
1: <laughs> okay, that, tap dance. that actually reminds me, and I didn't get to do this um, in the last episode because I was dropped, but one of the things on my chaos table is that Kriv appears in tap dance shoes, and each tentacle that hits, wearing a shoe of course... <laughs> does one d4 damage wow. <laughs> and you have to do this 10 times anyway so
0: goodbye friends Gongxi noodles again with renewed purpose he just bounds down the the edge of the mountain uh, towards the horizon that stretches infinitely before them he and soul render venture together into an unknown chapter An adventure
6: entirely new to them both. As Gonk bounds off, Heen will look fondly at the group. I am glad to see that Gonk discovered as well what I have, that family and friends are what gives life purpose.
0: There are rays of sunlight beginning to break through the clouds, really punctuating this moment. Fortunately for Heen, with each new beam, you notice your ghostly form fading a little bit. In spite of Gonk's absurd tenacity, spirits are not built to withstand the light of Vitara. Your time on this side is limited.
4: I will make a cloud cover to kind of ease Heen, Finian, and Lelia. Oh,
1: that's nice. Um, Heen, are we going to see you again?
6: I suppose so, but with... Perhaps a different form, different energy, as eventually I, we shall return to L'Gaul, and who knows what we will be then. I wish, I hope I can find you again, but I know not where L'Gaul will send us.
1: Okay, I don't like that answer, so I'm gonna go over to your <laughs> wife. <laughs> First of all, I'm gonna give her a really big hug, because she saved my life. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is so nice to meet you, we heard, <laughs> just wonderful things about you.
6: Well, he only talks about you guys when we're together. It's almost <laughs> tiresome, she'll say with a smile on her face, but I understand why.
1: Well, listen, once upon a time, very long ago, I'm gonna look at all of you. We made a promise to each other that we would meet up every year in Theckham So, because he is such a negative Nancy, I need you to make sure that you're both there.
6: Oh, we will absolutely be there. She'll slap Heen across the chest. <laughs> Why are you being so negative? Of course we're going to be there. Oh,
1: I like this We'll one. find a
6: way. I, I promise, we promise, and just <laughs> stare at glare and Heen, that we'll be there. Maybe we shall use today to mark the date.
1: Well, seems
7: a fitting anniversary.
1: Well, well, you're not going yet, right? I mean, Heen's going because he's a ghost, but, but the rest of us still have a little more time together, yes, don't we? Yes, of right? course.
7: I'm just making sure they know when to meet us.
6: A year from today it is. Ah, Indeed. I will see you all. It has been more than a pleasure. And with that, Heen and Lelia will disappear into a puff of smoke.
1: Well, I'm going to turn to Mo and the big giant dragon.
4: (laughs) I wonder if he recognized me without my hat. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
7: <laughs> I'm sure the mustache gave it away
1: You two don't have to go right away Do you?
2: Um, I mean not like right right away Because we still got to get down there And make sure everything's cool Like we should probably meet with the Empress And make sure everything's squared away okay. But after that
3: We'll talk about after
2: I don't think I have to be anywhere
4: Ever again I thought you had like an island you had to go to. Hmm. I was thinking about it. Thogith is gone. The Gathering Storm is gone. All their plans are gone. Why? Why do I need to go there? Does, I think.
1: Does this mean that I can make you a dragon Tinder profile? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Maybe.
7: <laughs> He's Um, going to need a better hat, though. True.
1: (laughs) I'm going to pat you on the knee. (laughs) I guess we should go see what we broke. Yep. Yep. Well, if the Empress says that we need to get executed, you know, at least we'll get executed together, right?
2: Like. I guess.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'll link arms with you guys as we walk back down the hill.
7: I think we've all grown a bit too powerful for her to have us executed, but it would be nice not to have the sentence placed on our heads.
0: As you make your way down the mountain, each step feels like a small journey in itself as the weight of your weapons and equipment seems to be replaced by the weight of experiences and the sacrifices that have brought you to this point. Well, not entirely replaced. Climbing down the mountain still sucks for your knees, but... (laughs) Reaching the plateau, you find it transformed. The once chaotic battlefield now serves as a solemn gathering place for survivors and Empire soldiers who arrived after the battle to help tend to the wounded. Scattered groups of people are huddled together, many administering aid, some offering quiet words of comfort, and a few simply staring upwards in disbelief and awe at the peak where you all just came from. Among them is the hegemon, kneeling over a falling comrade, wrapping them in a cloak. Their white mask has been perfectly mended, even though most shattered it during the confrontation. Oh,
2: I, hope, I hope the hegemon's not mad about that.
1: Oh yeah, we're, we're gonna be oh, hung. No.
0: The hegemon <laughs> rises, carrying that wrapped body with them, along with a second one, as they float directly towards
2: you.
1: It was nice knowing you guys. Oh, guys, I don't have any key left.
2: <laughs> he can come back.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: the hegemen
0: sets down one of the two bodies right in front of JR. This body is a bulky one that clings with the sound of plate armor. Then the hegemon's mask warps and breaks apart Turning into greenish butterflies that flutter away, taking on a blue tint in the emerging sun. Um underneath is Volir, though his usual bone antlers are gone to accommodate the new mask.
1: Oh Jesus.
0: He he <laughs> looks at the the <laughs> shock in your expressions. <laughs> Tor took the hegemon's corpse with him to um decorate his dining room. God, that's
4: dark. <laughs> he
0: He almost took me as well. By rights he should have after I locked him in a dungeon for eight months. Yet Volir looks down at the body that he's still carrying. If there's such a thing as second chances, this is mine. I've decided to go to Dragon spiral. I've spent my life freeing mages from seekers. Now I will free dragons and profane from mages. And who better to change a nation than its leader? <laughs> he looks behind him at, you know, the gathering storm and the soldiers who aren't quite paying attention in the rain and then looks back to you. So, what will you all do? We actually survived. I. I am amazed that you survived that spectacle, that you're still among the living. We almost were not.
1: It's almost like fate was on our side.
2: I I think we just had a... We had a really good bowl of noodles.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Valiar, you've taken a very heavy mantle for yourself.
0: It seems to be a pattern in your life. Yes. I, I don't do well sitting still. And I figure I have been given this power and this chance... I would be wasting it if I did nothing. If it's all the same to you, I would like to take Sadiq's body back to Belior and give him a proper burial there. As for the Ace and the red scarf, she has meaning to you, does she not? Ravi. Yes. She watched the battle. She wept as Thoguth died. And she left shortly after, muttering of tapestry-severed and uncertain futures. I could not stop her.
1: I'm going to look over at JR, pat him on the knee again. I'm sorry, buddy. Hmm. We both lost a friend there.
4: (laughs) Maybe I'll find some way to fix this. But I think the future is uncertain on that. And I like that. (laughs)
0: As do I Well then Captain Deadbeat awaits you At the base of the mountain His final orders from me are to sail you To any destination of your choosing Choose wisely The old bird Intends this voyage to be his last Before retiring I've never been good At goodbyes so let's keep this brief Goodbye (laughs) (laughs) Valkyrie Yes.
1: Valir. Yes. Not so many people get second chances. Make sure you use yours for good, would you?
0: As I said, I plan to free non-mages and dragons from their oppression, and as the hegemon, I suspect I can do this without bloodshed. Mm. It seems a worthy pursuit.
1: We'll keep an eye out for butterflies.
2: <laughs> uh, as as he turns to leave, I'm going to hold my hand out for a final high five. <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> He'll awkwardly...
0: Uh- Share the high five with you. Wait,
2: did he really? He did. This yeah. whole time I've been trying to be friends with Valier. He actually gave me a high five. Well, he does, but <laughs> but then he
0: notices the way you're looking at him. Like, like a new with- best friend. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want? Uh, what do you expect me to say? That I thawed you from your ice and you thawed me from mine? I would never indulge in such sentiment. And then he like looks away sheepishly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, that just made the whole trip. We could do it again. <laughs>
0: You all notice Empress Kalia now approaching from the edge of the plateau, flanked by her honor guard. And glances behind to see what you're all looking at, uh, before quickly reforming the white mask over his face so as not to reveal that he replaced the hegemon. (laughs) He gives you all a final nod of respect, of kinship, then polymorphs Sadiq's body into a small cocoon. And with incredible control over his body, Vali arises, floating away. The Empress nods to him, to the supposed hegemon, as they pass each other. No words are needed to convey her meaning, a shared understanding between two leaders burdened with enormous responsibility that times like these bring. She refocuses her attention on you, and while she mostly maintains her regal composure, there is a flicker of awe that escapes. Her honor guard, on the other hand, openly gawk. <laughs> uh, apparently, the battle with Thoguth truly was quite the spectacle. They saw? As, as Valir said, it was people were watching. Finally, she arrives and addresses you. I have never been so relieved to be on the right side of history's quill, though I'm sorry my father couldn't share this perspective.
4: He was a great man. Died with honor
0: (sighs) He was And you know my father No words could have deterred his heart Uh, Rest assured I, I mostly keep telling myself Wherever he resides in Noctara Word of your success will eventually find him Perhaps in death My father will finally know peace But for the rest of you Preliminary word comes from the druids of Thecum. It seems the balance of Legall might indeed be restored. A testament to your journey's success. We'll need time to confirm, but for now, it seems you
2: were right. Hmm. Whew, that that's relieving.
1: I'm going to nudge Mo. I'm going to nudge Mo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm okay, gonna it might have been a good
4: idea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look over at my brother's body, so I guess all the
0: sacrifices were not in vain. Indeed, and not just your own sacrifices, but the realm bears scars from all of this, and public sentiment of the noodles and company is still mixed at best. Yet both shall mend in time. Your deeds will be cast in a kind light. Of this I will make sure. In the eyes of the Empire, you are hereby absolved of your transgressions, all of you. <sighs> Wear your victory not as a mantle of hubris, but as a crown of responsibility. After all, there is still work to be done. But, for now, you are owed both gratitude and rest. I look forward to next we meet. It has been quite the adventure, hasn't it? <laughs> it has indeed.
2: yes yeah. Yep. Uh, I don't know if I'd want to, I love you guys. I don't know if I'd want to do this again though. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Rest sounds really nice right now.
2: One thought,
7: your Highness. If you or your followers are called to defend our choices, just let them know that we had two choices to make, two paths we could have followed. We chose the one that put honor before power, duty before
0: self. She gives you a nod of understanding, and then she turns to leave her honor guard following close behind. After that, it doesn't take long for you to descend the rest of the mountain. There you find Deadbeak's ship where you're, of course, greeted by an exuberant, well, pound my package. (laughs) (laughs) He and deadpan Diane waste no time readying the sails. As we walk to the ship, I'm going to stop.
4: This is where I'm going to leave you all.
1: You would probably sink the ship. It's Mm. true.
4: (laughs) True. I have to take my brother's body back home and restore his name to my family.
1: I'm really sorry for your loss. I know what it's like to lose a brother. He was a good man.
4: And I hope the rest of the world sees that.
1: You know what, though? His hair wasn't always perfect.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 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 uh.
3: Yeah, it was.
4: (laughs) (laughs) And I will... And I'll take off to the east. And then as i soar low over the countryside i feel the wind rush through my scales above me i hear the roar of thunder and the sound of my beating wings finally free
0: before long the ship catches wind and sails out into the open sea away from your greatest triumph and towards the unknown a year passes tana You push open the heavy, ornately carved door of the tavern, leaving behind the eternal twilight of Thekham for something far more vibrant. (laughs) The air inside is warm and thick with the smells of spiced meat and wood smoke, and the bar itself is alive with laughter, argument, and music from living and spirit alike. For a city that straddles the realms of life and death, Thekum really does manage to bring out the lively in both. But none of that is nearly as important to you as the group of people sitting in a booth near a window, Mo and Finian in the flesh, Heen and Lelia in the spirit, and JR's massive dragon head peering in through the open window. <laughs> 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 they're all in deep conversation.
1: I will grab some ghost ale in each hand and come to sit down at the open bar stool really big smile on my face, just look at each one of you and say, so, what did I miss?
0: You guys talk for hours. You lose track of time. You talk about what you've been up to. You you reminisce and celebrate the adventure, the grand journey that you all shared until it gets late and you all have places to be. You have lives that you've been living and you agree one last time to walk through lagal together it doesn't take long to reach its mists spanning hundreds of feet off the ground and encircling the entire divide between the two halves of the world (laughs) unlike the previous times you've been here The air is perfectly still, perfectly balanced. You each share a glance and a nod, a quiet acknowledgement that against all odds, all reason, your broken band of misfits and outcasts defied the gods themselves, healing the wounds of the world and of each other. In the peace and tranquility of the mists, you sense that equilibrium. And one by one, you step into the ethereal fog, and it envelops you like a welcoming embrace. Memories of your past flash before your eyes, revealing the choices made and the lives touched. What are the final sights we see?
2: As we step into the mist, it kind of picks up the moment when I got off the boat and said goodbye to everyone else back on my home island of Belior. And I actually, you watch as I, I I meet up with one of Sensei's contacts that he told me to hit up, and it's a goblin named Few. And I kind of realize why Sensei sent me to him. He offers me to take over the orchard that Sensei was running, which I accept and kind of learn how to run and employ all the displaced monks that was... Kind of our fault. <laughs> <laughs> and it's fun. I, I enjoy it and I'm happy. And it fast forwards a few months and once I've gotten my feet back under me I head to my new house where my, where my mom and my siblings are. And this time I walk up to the door I take a big deep breath and I knock on the door.
6: And as the door opens, that's when the memory fades. Lelia steps first through the mist, followed shortly by Heen, but her memory starts to play. I look down at the spirit children, those who are left without parents after the events from Karzire and all the destruction that was caused, and I'm brought to tears. It's it's hard to fathom such a terrible life, to die early as a child, but then also to be left alone in the death. And a small, young orphan boy approaches me and hands me a flower, and I smile. I can't contain myself anymore as I cry, and I I pull a flower off of my antlers and hand it back to him, and he hugs me, and tightly. I turn and look at Heen. He's smiling, and The two of us don't even need to exchange thoughts. We know exactly what the other's thinking. And I embrace the boy in a warm grasp. Suddenly the memory shifts and you see an elf woman staring lovingly up into your eyes. And Heen looks out. Many small children play, laughing and giggling. And you feel peace. Something that has been eluding me for most of my entire adult life.
5: (laughs) A circle of elves standing under the stars in the snow of Velvile, which is not normal for (laughs) Velvile as we know. They're uh, chanting, and a, a vortex of wind starts to pick up as the snows around the circle and inside the circle begin to swirl. Um, A a sort of vapor of blackness uh, slowly rises up from the ground and into the air followed by a low luminous light that extends out from the circle, slowly and gathering speed as it radiates out in this circle of figures you see Phinean, and he is by far the youngest elf in this circle. And he is the one that's leading the chant. Uh, to my right, Raphirim, and he's also giving them instructions. We can't hear what he's saying, but they nod in agreement. Dergus, in his fully polished and cleaned armor, stands under the um, under the bough of trees. The the gathered crowd um, waits eagerly. Next to Dergus stands Finian and Kit, Wendy and Franklin. Um, and uh, emerging from the forest at the other end of the aisle is the prettiest pig <laughs> you've ever seen.
3: <laughs> uh oh. <Uh-oh. laughs> Dergus
5: smiles and can't even contain a little wee <laughs> as the wedding commences.
4: well we're the villains (laughs) (laughs) so first you see what seems like a flash is a memory of not just JR but a bunch of other people always the same a dragon passing on its knowledge to a warlock passing on its knowledge each time them leaving a part of themselves in this continuing cycle and that is the true dragon horde is that accumulation of knowledge and power and then you see JR is talking to a dwarf and he hands him all his gold What? and the dwarf nods and then he grabs his mallet and gets his team and you see them start heading off to work and then you see JR flying around the island that's cold and barren alone in the ocean And as time goes by, you see that this island starts to turn into a giant structure filled with tons of boats coming in and out. Tons of people walking in and out, young, curious people there to learn. And Jar flies and lands in a big courtyard where a bunch of people have gathered around, books in hand, sitting, some struggling to cast the most basic spells, some casting it with ease. And Yara lands and looks around and smiles as everyone quiets and looks at him. And he just says, are you ready to begin?
1: It is the middle of the night on Mount Orem and I'm standing, or I guess all of us would be standing, uh, beneath the full moon with hundreds of tiefling, each of them bouncing on anxious toes. With a casual wave of my arms, a small tear appears in the air itself ripping through the fabric of space as reality burns away a strange land appears full of upside down mountains and strange flora and alien fauna like nothing you've ever seen before i gesture for the other tiefling to follow me inside and they do some timidly some excitedly some with obvious mistrust in their eyes but i smile at them my own eyes glowing with the bright yellow light of fervor and chaos. As I lead my mother's people, my people, into the rift, their rightful homeland, Kriv is there to meet us, his many sets of teeth grinning with welcome and elation. Like children stumbling upon a new playground, the tiefling bound into this strange and beautiful and exhilarating world, filled with ever-changing landscapes and boundless delights, sure to entertain them for decades to come. To my left, a dark silhouette shimmers into existence, a roiling curtain of inky black chaos that morphs into the form of Kai, the twin brother I once thought i had lost forever. But here in this world of pandemonium where absolutely anything is possible, he is once more free to roam about in his corporeal form. With a tearful smile and a tight embrace, I bid farewell to my brother, the Tiefling's rightful leader and truly there is no one more capable to guide them than he. Behind him, my trusty emotional support demon, who is happily munching on the soul of a particularly foul tiefling, while the others whoop and cheer in unbridled <laughs> excitement, <laughs> waves a frenny tentacle in my direction, reminding me that he's only ever a tear in space away. Then once more, I step back through the rift of my own creation, returning to my deserted homeland where I was forged in the fires of Mount Oram itself. I was never meant to lead, but always to wander. And as a gentle rain begins to fall, a wide smile crosses my face and I make my way for the docks, my veins buzzing with excitement at the adventure still to come.
0: And with that, the tale of the noodles and company comes to an end. A story of compassion, freedom, self-acceptance balance and redemption given a second chance at life each of you wove a new fate not only for yourselves but for a world teetering on the edge of uncertainty you faced insurmountable odds that could have easily broken you but instead you embraced your pain and turned it into something extraordinary renewed hope for countless others you showed us that even in the darkest places, light can bloom. That even the most flawed among us can write our own story instead of being written by the fickle whims of fate. And so, in the chronicles of history, amidst stories of gods and mortals, chaos and order, beginnings and ends, the tale of the noodles and company is cemented. For Kaithar, This marks the beginning of the Age of Balance. For us, it marks the end of our campaign. Survivors, heroes, friends, authors of a story that will be told and retold for generations to come, for in the grand tapestry of life and beyond, it is written.
2: Oh, man, Joe,
3: you're going to make me cry right now.
0: Thank you to everyone listening uh, for joining us on this wonderful adventure. As always, we'd like to give a special thanks to our greater deities, Ricky, Linda, and Tom. Our deities, Zach, Vic, Alleycat, Jason, Riot Andre, Melpomene, Cat, P.M., Indy, and Lee. Our celestials, Ironjaw, Terry, Tasha, Nick, Virgil McClurkin, and Chris Kremkow. Our heroes, Ray Kitsune, Super Tom, Chris Mitowski, Soren, Vansel, and Kylene, and all of our adventurers. Seriously, thank you all for shaping the world with us. Kythar wouldn't be what it is without you. And thank you, Joey, for hosting <laughs> one <epic laughs> hell of a campaign. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Um,
0: of course, another thanks to SD Way Gaming for supplying our dice, of which I will continue rolling for countless campaigns to come. Um, I'd also quickly like to thank my fiance Lauren, who patiently listened to my weekly plans and helped breathe (laughs) life into every episode. This story wouldn't have been a fraction as cool without her love and support. That is all I have for this campaign. Next Sunday on November 5th at 3 p.m. Mountain Time, the cast is hosting our long rest in which anyone can come and ask us questions live. All you need to do is join our Discord, which is totally free. Uh, There's a link in the description if you're interested.
1: And we'll remain open forever and ever. We will always be there, and we look forward to talking (laughs) to all of you.
0: We hope to see you next week. See you then. See you then.
1: See
6: you, nerds. See Thank you. you for everything.
5: Bye. Thank you.
6: It's been a ride.
0: What so all Go ahead. All right, hey, he wait, wait down? a minute. Yeah. <laughs> oh, down? <laughs> uh,
5: what
2: you do you
0: mean?
2: have planned? <laughs>
5: All of a sudden, Emma appears in front of you. (laughs) This has all been a hallucination.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you all wake up. It was a dream. It was a dream. (laughs)